0: But But um, I do remember too, you know, in the early days, the one thing that, um, um, you know, Stratton, not one thing, but one of the many things he provided me was, because uh, before he really had any substantial website, was this flip book. It's kind of an A-frame flip book with pictures of all the locations, <laughs> some of the locations that already existed this just hideous Tuscan walnut cabinetry, <laughs> Hell, you know, um, you know, in the hallways back in those days, they're red, sea green, and I think gray alternating colors around the hallways, which is just, I know, <laughs> which was, which is not, not pretty. Um, and I met with uh, a woman named Sonia who I believe still does, um, you know, beauty product sales around the County. I think mm-hmm. she works for, uh, she did work for some the old Bailey's, which is now salon centric. And I think she works for a, a different group now, but um, I met with her at Starbucks and PB and asked, you know, okay. her to, I think through somehow, I forgot how I got her number, <clears throat> you know, cause I wanted to meet with her and tell her about Sola so she could tell her friends and tell her other, you know, her clients or, you know, stylists that she knows around town. And I met with her there and I was <laughs> so nervous. Um, I was sweating. I don't normally sweat in meetings, but I was sweating my ass off. <laughs> so, stupid flipbook, flipping it, you know. Bought her a cup. And I, I remember she came in, I was like, Oh, can I get you a coffee? She's like, No, I'm good. I was like, Okay, well, this is awkward. Yeah, you're like, You know, right, the, off, the, right off the start. So, yeah, it's not accepting like, the well, coffee, not a good thing. Yeah, so then I'm like, Well, I'm, I guess I'm gonna get a coffee, you know, because we can't just sit in Starbucks and not buy anything. Yeah, and so I just wait in line, and she's just sitting there, obviously probably thinking to herself, why the hell am I here? Um, and they got a coffee and then sat down and took her through this flip book. <laughs> and she was looking at me like, I was fucking crazy. <laughs> but, 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 but she did introduce us to a woman named Mindy McKnight, who was the very first person to move into Sola. Right. That, um, that moved to LA years ago, but she worked at Sola um, in the front studio at La Jolla for um, you know, probably like seven, eight years. Uh, she did wow. my hair for that whole time. She did my wife Lisa's hair that whole time. Did my wife's hair for a wedding. Um, you know, was you know, we were really close with her. She ended wow. up uh, uh, getting married, moving to LA. But um, Sony was the one that introduced us to Mindy. And we opened that first Sola in La Jolla. We had Mindy and one other person signed up and that was it. <clears throat> and I remember when I met with Mindy, I was going through that stupid flip book too. <clears throat> and then, you know, she afterwards, like, yeah, this sounds good. I think I want to sign up. And I was like, it's like, you know, you're you know, like, the <laughs> cap had just caught the car, right? You don't know what to do. <laughs> first sign up, I was like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Here, I guess you sign this and give me a deposit. I don't sign know. my flipbook. Yeah, sign, yeah, sign <laughs> my flipbook exactly. Um, and, um, and then she was the first one to move in. Uh, then the second person only lasted a couple months. Um, and, you know, when we first opened, I didn't know I don't know if it's going to go well. I don't know if anybody's going to move in, except for Mindy and, you know, but. Um, How long did it take it, you guys to fill up? You remember? It, it, good question, um, one to two years. Yeah. It's a small location. It's our smallest in the county. It's only 18 studios, Yeah. but it took a while. Um, it's in a really cool neighborhood, Bird Rock, which we love. Um, so it's a cool community, but it's just hard to get to. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing, you know, that took a while to to get, get that going. Um, but once we got it going, I quickly learned we wanted to have a location in Mission Valley, mm-hmm. you know, which is central. We, you know, yeah. People contacted us and hey, this whole concept is cool and interesting, but Bird Rocks is too far. It's mm-hmm. just too deep in La Jolla. And so then through that location, we realized we wanted to be in Mission Valley where we opened the second, third location. Yeah. Um,
1: I can just visualize you like sleeping in one of the triple studios or something like, you know, bringing a couch in and you're like, well, I, uh, yeah. To live here full time, I guess, you know, (laughs) until
0: this is filled up. Yeah. I think I did take a nap or two. I don't know if I ever slept in the night, but but I was living in LA at the time. I oh, you you would drive down. down. So I'd drive down. I had a buddy that lived in PB that I would, um, pay, you know, I paid him like 500 bucks a month just to be able to crash on his couch. Mm -hmm. Um, whenever, I needed to. So I'd come down probably three nights a week or something. And they all, my two buddies that lived together in PBA both had corporate jobs. So they would be gone all day and then come home at night and we would just hang out. But I remember one time it was a long, it was I think actually the day before Easter or something. um, I needed to go stay at their place and they weren't answering their phone and they weren't home. they'd probably gone for Easter. So I had to break into their apartment and I had to sneak around back, climb up on, um, Climb up on this, uh, their wall in the patio and let myself like jump down in. And long story short, I try to let myself down in and my legs swung out and fell just right on my oh, hip. No. I did like six, eight
1: feet. Oh, <laughs> no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I
0: mean, I wouldn't get x-rays. I thought my fucking hip was broke. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I couldn't I could walk for like three weeks after that. Oh my god! You know, and then finally they called me back like, you know, late that night. I'm like, dude, you know, you told me I could stay here. I'm paying you to stay here. <laughs> answer your damn phone. Yeah. You know, I can't get in because they had to buzz me in or something. I forget how we had it arranged or I needed a lockbox code to get yep. in. But, uh, but, yeah, I just, you know, crashed on buddies' couches and then once that um, lease was up in LA, after we had opened Seoul, La Jolla, then I moved down to La Jolla, actually. Gotcha. Then Wind and winded right down the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very close to that location.
2: Nice.
1: So then you opened Mission Valley and... Nice that's a big salon. I mean, that was a lot of studios to like commit
0: to from like going from 18 to like, what, 50 plus? Yeah, so we had 18 in Mission Valley, had 36. <clears throat> and it's uh, you know, a lot of, you might know that work there, familiar, <clears throat> uh, it's in the ground floor an office building. Because that was pre-recession, so that was probably 07, 08. And retail rates were so expensive as uh, right. so when just everything was at its peak and people were buying homes on stated income and just, economy kind of was crazy obviously everything came crashing down but um, we couldn't afford it didn't make sense financially to put a solar in a typical retail center mm-hmm. so we did some digging and realized in that area the the zoning does allow salons to be in ground floor of office buildings mm-hmm. and so it's the end of a cul-de-sac in mission valley it's right in the center of mission valley but to get to it, it's kind of funky mm-hmm. um, zero signage <laughs> office building first one that we opened did not go well Right? But I just had a hunch that we wanted to be in Mission Valley and and we went for it. Um, I remember Stratton came out in those days, we'd go visit every location because there weren't many. He'd kind of have to give its blessing before. You would sign a lease right and so he'd come out pretty much just uh you know lick his finger, stick it up in the air and say you know kind of gauge the wind and say yeah, yeah i think it'll work yeah you know and he said oh what did he say oh he yeah. just said uh, yeah i think this is good it's right oh, central cool. um he was yeah. said let's do it and yeah, yes. you know we like i said we opened la jolla which didn't go badly but it didn't go according to plan right construction way more than we thought took a while for people to move in you know, but uh, then we found a location central in an office building and a new weird concept for a lot of people. The end of a cul-de-sac, with zero signage. And, um, and, you know, we, we risked it. Yeah. Uh, we had a broker at the time, uh, Kip Justettenbauer, who luckily convinced this landlord that it would work. And at the time, there was a lot of office vacancy around Mission Valley. So, um, so <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so they gave it a run, they gave yeah. it a shot you know and said All right, you know, why not sit and break in for years let's try this salon concept out and we hired this general contractor and, and now the way it works when people build solos we don't do this here in San Diego but there's a kind of travels one or two general contractors that will travel the country to build salons uh, for solo franchisees if they want and we did the first run at that where we hired a guy who um good dude but didn't know what the hell he was doing <laughs> and, and so we were, you know, building the salon in the office building with a guy that honestly had no idea what he was doing, but it did get done. Um, I remember when we opened that location, um, it kept getting pushed back. And finally, there was like five or six people that said, I have nowhere to work. I need to be in here. And long story short, is about five or six people who started working in Sola when the hallways still had open trenches.
1: Oh my God! And
0: mounds of dirt in the <laughs> hallway. And I don't even know if the hot water heater or the hot water was working yet. Yes. But I remember a woman named Tanya, she worked there for like a year or two, but I remember there's a huge mound of dirt outside mm-hmm. of her studio because um, they haven't they haven't filled back in the trenches, you know. <clears throat> and um That's
1: insane they were for jewelers. like life. <laughs>
0: you
2: <Yeah. laughs> yeah. can only imagine all, all the, the hindsight is and everything during that time, like, hey, when's this mountain dirt
0: gonna be done? Yeah, yeah right.
1: right <laughs>
2: totally. You better yeah. come fill that right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: it's awesome. awesome. <laughs> but in hindsight, they're pretty damn cool about it, because that's not a good way to open a salon. Um obviously we never <laughs> do that right now. Could you get uh, away with that now? <laughs> no, that no, would not be acceptable. When I like go and so. look at the new locations like South
1: Bay, and you know, you see those pictures of the open trenches, I just literally picture like people working in that. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, it's different times at that so. point we just you know now we
0: have a, a very strict kind of schedule and and routine and and um you know step-by-step process of when stuff needs to be done on the construction process and at the time we didn't have that right we we're totally winging it so there's right. certain things that should have been done long before other things were done and um, and you know we didn't know and we hired these guys and and they um Again, they got the job done, but it was um, it was a shit show, yeah. getting there. But we but then that location opened, and we had a ton of people uh, move in immediately. To which I remember very well, Malin McLeod, who's still with us, mm-hmm. um, who has been at Sola uh, as long as I think maybe the longest, except for Kim Bennett, and, and he was the original Sola uh, professional in Denver. Um, except for her, he might be the longest standing Sola. Professional member, he called me. He owned a really nice salon in uh, Hillcrest and um, he told me all about, you know, how, you know, his big salon and, and, you know, he's got a bunch of fancy clients. I was like, oh shit, something. I <laughs> kind of want this guy to walk, walk here. here. Yeah. You know, and I met with him at his salon and, and, um, and um, you know, then he ended up moving in. And another one's Leanna Lane, um, who moved out just a little, I think, beginning of COVID. Right at the start. Right at the start. I think when COVID hit, she moved out and, um, definitely stayed in touch with her and she's awesome. But she called and said, Hey, I'm want to move in. I have a few friends, including Selena and Susie. Um, still and then state. Yeah. They're still there today. And then Stacy and Michael, mm-hmm. remember her in that double, um, She's so like, I'm going to move in. I got a crew of friends that want to come too. And I was like, holy shit, you want to bring me? Because <laughs> at La Jolla, like, yeah, La Jolla, we had none of that. We had just one off. So, I, you know, I live yeah. in the neighborhood. I'm starting up an esthetician business. Yeah, you know, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, but to have some true um, career-rooted, experienced, you know, hairstylists and beauty professionals that wanted to come as five or six of them yeah. um, was, was very encouraging. So, like I said, we're, you know, we had a hunch it'd do well, but um, you know that was probably Mission Valley is probably the, the eighth or tenth solo nationally. Yeah, definitely the first one in um, in an office building. Uh, that is for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, and you know that was the second one in California. They're right. probably being the first. Yeah. And as a lot of us yeah. know, in California, doing business in California is is uh, different than all the other states. There's a yeah. lot you know with, with permitting, with construction, with you know, earthquakes and certain things that have to do with construction to, you know, make sure you're safe during an earthquake. Um, all that sort of Title Twenty Four, which is all these electrical uh, criteria that you have to follow, so you don't use too much electricity, um, all that sort of stuff. So all this was just, you know, learning on the fly.
1: Yeah, definitely. So when you came on board, Chris, were you like, kind of doing what Austin? Like, were you just splitting the load basically when you came on, or how did that work?
2: I mean, I was very green, obviously. Uh, I didn't learn a lot, you know, from Encinitas and just helping out that way. But uh, when I was cruising around the salons with Austin, you know, it was just like Austin was loved by everyone. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, just make everyone happy. You know, yeah. customer service, try to uh, get back to them in a text, or in a, like a quick way, you know, when you get a text. Um, and honestly, I just didn't want to let Austin down, you know, because yeah. I knew he put his heart and soul into all of this. Yeah. And uh you know, I was like, okay, this is this is awesome. And then when you get personal with all the professionals, you know, you don't want to let them down now. So um, you know, I think when we started with five or six, um, you know, building those relationships was so much easier because you really got to know all these professionals, and um, you know, and then you pick up little tricks here and there, where you know I had no idea what a GFI was at the time, or I had yeah. no idea, you know, uh, you know, plunging, uh, you know, a shampoo bowl or anything. So you, you definitely learn on the fly, and then a lot of it, you know, I would ask Austin. He's like, "I got to try this." Oh yeah, that works, sweet. Okay, nice. cool. And then uh, you just keep building up, and, and uh, the more um, time I worked with Sola, it began to get easier and easier. Yeah, and um, I do remember uh, Lisa telling Austin like, "Hey, he's ready. Just give him more. You know, let him know. Or let him. Yeah. Uh, let him. Uh, let, him uh, let him ride. You know. Yeah. Because um, I know Austin was just you know so stressed trying to keep everything organized. Again, he was still doing the majority of the accounting, and yeah. and I think uh, soon after I jumped on board, so Jeremy, his brother, jumped on board and taking some load off him. Um, so you know the day-to-day stuff. It was getting a lot more easier for me and Austin to just tag team. I think we uh, did it for about twelve locations, um,
0: which is insane to think about. Um, but, so yeah. many split between two yeah. people. That's yeah, like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we had Jeremy doing kind of all our financial stuff, you know, bookkeeping, uh, dealing with our banks, taxes, um, you know, bank reconciliations. All that stuff. That's know? a good
1: thing to split off. Yeah. You know, hey, you uh, go take I'm care sorry. of that. That's all the the boring stuff. You guys I'm get to be to get, get to be rock stars uh, yeah. riding around at the salon.
2: And, 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 uh, as, I uh, mean, you, know, you pick up, uh, things like, okay, coin machine. You used to have a coin machine for like six, seven locations. and That was my job too. Uh... Like a vending machine? Yeah. You know, oh, just, no, was no, a, like a, a change machine. machine. You put yeah. it in oh, so you had a
0: coin the, star. Oh, it was like the- <laughs> you put in a $5 bill to get quarters and ching 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 ching. you know, and take for like the out washer out dryer to get, you know, like you yeah. get having an arcade, you know, and then you get out the quarters <laughs> yeah. and then put that in the machine wow. and we to take those quarters and. Oh yeah. So was it's so time
2: consuming. Yeah, and I remember uh, the story in La Jolla where I was emptying this coin machine and the washer and dryer coins because if you let it go too long, then the washer and dryers won't work. Yeah. So I was having like grocery bags full of coins. Oh my and uh, I remember taking them to my, my truck and all of a sudden I hear tink.
0: No. no, all the coins cool are oh, right
2: yeah. the oh there's people walking by, it was so embarrassing. Climbing underneath cars trying to get all the coins back. Oh <laughs> gosh, they are all dirty and stuff. Why'd I wear
1: my white shirt today? Yeah, <laughs> to crawling oh, under yeah. some cars today.
2: But uh, yeah, we definitely evolved you know, from now and you know, since then. Uh, I do remember another funny story is, um, you know, we had a, a, like a central master key, the majority of our locations, La Jolla, since it was the first sold built in California, uh, Austin gave me a Starbucks coffee cup filled of keys oh, for
0: each yeah, individual right. studio that had so like a We <laughs> had to, this was our first one. We hadn't figured out yet that he needed a master key oh, for, wow. for each. So we had they weren't labeled. <laughs> so we <had>, They're were just <laughs> unlabeled. You had to like try this. Try some that, some, try some that. were labeled correctly. Some were <laughs> <not. laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's awesome. no master key, which we've since uh, changed that. But um, but yeah, it was just a cup that would sit in my cup holder. Then at some point it's sort of like anointing. All right, Chris, you now get the cup of yeah um, uh, the Starbucks cup of right. La Jolla uh, keys.
1: You're like, I think it's La Jolla. It could be Encinita. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here you go.
2: That's exactly. awesome. And do remember. Uh, you know, when I was valeting Austin's car at the time, I think he had a an Audi at the time. Uh, he would have in this cup holder. Uh, wads and wads of like one and five dollar bills from all the change machine because you'd have to collect the dollars right and you would just put them and leave them in this cup holder yeah right I'm like, yeah. hey man that's, that's
0: a little dicey right yeah it's right? <laughs> a lot of money right, <laughs> right. yeah my, like I said earlier my father Nick you know a business partner he would that was his biggest pet peeve is me collecting these coins and then ones and fives and you know, it looks like a ton of money but really it really wasn't nice right quarters ones and fives. And I would have, you know, a trunk load of quarters. And then, like Chris said, wadded up and rolled up ones and fives in a cup holder. he'd come out to visit. And, you know, he would come out fairly often. Still does, but would come out and help with the salons and check up, making sure we're Chris and I are doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, right. And it would just drive him nuts that you'd see my, you know, he'd pick them up from the airport and open up the trunk and see a bunch of quarters in there and just get so pissed. <laughs> so he, he needed to deposit these things. Like, yeah. Man, tell me, is a pain in the ass. And actually one time he was so hell bent on, on not paying Coinstar, the 12%, which you have, because I would take the coins to, you know, the local grocery store. Right. Dump them in there. And he was so pissed about giving away the 12% to Coinstar (laughs) that he went and bought this uh, this, uh, quarter-inch sorting machine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he, he, you know, bought it and it was, you know, it was not a nice one. It was a piece of shit (laughs) because the nice ones are couple thousand bucks, right? Right. Which right. You bought I bought know, some little rinky dink one and the thing jammed after like 30 seconds. Of yeah. <laughs> it's really what spent. does spent, it do? Roll the quarters for you? Yeah. you put like a sleeve of the quarters and then you drop it in the top and it kind of sorts it out and drops them an into the sleeve and then yeah. it drops out the right amount and then you tie it off and then you can actually deposit that directly in the bank without giving Coinstar at the grocery store 12%. Right. And he, uh, and, and he, you know, bought this machine and it broke instantly. Um, and he's obviously very <laughs> pissed about yeah, right. it. I remember sitting on the couch, you know, at the end of the day, you know, having a beer, watching a baseball game or something. And, you know, just laughing. And be like, see, man, I told you. It's I told you. These quarters are a pain <laughs> right. in the ass. <laughs> and the only way to do it is to give Coinstar 12%. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're not going to buy a couple thousand dollar quarter sorting machine. This for sure, yeah, but I think you were their top customer at that time, probably. Uh, CoinStar, yeah, i would yeah, be dumping that in there, make so much fucking noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people checking because it's always right by the checkout, right? Looking at me, like, where's this guy have all these yeah. people? Yeah, right, <laughs> is he homeless? You know, people would always make comments uh, after I dump it in there. It's pretty gross and kind of covid but. Your hands would be so dirty. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So nothing Especially dirtier that. than the change, right? No. It's yeah. disgusting in hindsight. But yeah. I'd dump it in there and then I'd take the little slip that would print out and go to the cash register and say, oh, I do want to, you know, cash in right. my money. And it'd always be, you know, three, four hundred bucks. Usually people are getting like eight bucks, mm-hmm. 20 bucks, right? And they would have to like call the manager yeah. over to <laughs> go to the safe to get enough cash. To, right. You know, because not many people pay with cash at grocery stores these days. So, um, or even back then, you know, ten years ago, whenever this was, but they would, um, you know, have to call over the manager, and then the big line would build up behind me. <laughs> oh no, whatever, no like, What's going on up there? You know, why is he has no groceries with him? Why is this taking so long? You know, right, like, right. The
1: asshole leaves
0: quarter and, guy. The <laughs> yeah, you know, they like, yeah, call manager, go to the safe. They'd always make a comment. Whoa, that's a lot of money. Oh, where does all this change from? You know? Yeah. And um, luckily, but. Yeah, you know, long story short, we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, direct streamline a little bit. Or, oh yeah, Austin's back. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, to, oh, yeah, that's Austin. He's not be.
1: homeless, guys. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> raise <laughs> but, the red flags here.
0: But yeah, definitely yeah. had to streamline that. But um, that you know get um, you know a company that actually manages it and then has an app now, which makes it a lot easier. But um, but yeah, that was uh, definitely took up a lot more time than it was worth. That's for sure. Definitely, yeah.
1: definitely. Yeah. So we're, we're running up to about an hour here, guys. Um, I know we're going to bring you guys back on the podcast eventually, um, kind of talk about the Ronald McDonald house, know your worth campaign that we're we're starting up here. Um, any like, you know, food for thought for the, the viewer or listener
0: before we leave? Um, I think just, um, you know, that we're definitely looking forward to next time talking about the Ronald McDonald house, you know, obviously everyone knows that, um, you know, that they have to, not everyone knows, but, you know, assume that the Ronald McDonald House has to be very careful about letting volunteers in with COVID because if, you know, somebody there gets sick and then goes over to Radies to, to, you know, be with their child, it, it would be bad. So we're just still waiting, but it's obviously something very near, dear to our hearts. And I know I've been getting a lot of texts and we get a lot of inquiries through Instagram saying, Hey, when can I volunteer? Um, and that's for the, you know, the Sola studio that we have at the Ronald McDonald House, um, so that will be soon hopefully we were told April and there's a bit of a covid spike that delayed that but um you know definitely looking forward to talking more about that uh, next time.
2: Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. Well thank you guys for coming on today. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um if you are listening to the podcast or watching the YouTube video make sure to like the video. Um you know subscribe, follow us on Spotify. Um uh, we'd really appreciate that. Thanks guys. Thank Bye-bye. you. See you guys.